Welcome to Onside, the official podcast from the Australian Sports Anti-Doping Authority. Our mission is to protect the health of athletes and the integrity of Australian sport. Hello, I'm Tim Gavel, and welcome to Onside, the official podcast from ASADA. And we'll meet people who work at ASADA and people associated with clean, fair sport. We'll answer questions from the public and give you a fast fact relating to clean sport. And today our special guest is Margaret Anderson, a former PE teacher, instrumental in developing school sporting competitions and is a doping control officer. She started with ASADA in 1989. Seems a long time ago. Uh, Good morning, Margaret. Good morning. Well, tell us about your role at ASADA and then we'll have a look at uh, exactly how you got into it. But uh, what do you actually do at ASADA? So um, I'm a casual doping control officer based in South Australia. So um, I just basically catch up with athletes either in competition or out of competition and collect blood or urine or both samples from them for analysis. And what's the response like when you go and randomly knock, I guess, on an athlete's door or or approach them? What's the response? Um, It can be varied. It might depend on whether they've won or lost. Um, So the athletes who are on um, what we call whereabouts, those who have to nominate a place and a time that they can be tested, so those are very elite athletes. Usually they're pretty cooperative. Um, Those who um, might be just competing in in a sport, sporting competition, say an AFL competition or a hockey competition, national championships, I think they're usually pretty aware that we're going to turn up. Um, so I think our, the response that we get from athletes is generally pretty pretty good. But as I said, those who might be um, competing for a, a spot on an Olympic team, if they haven't actually qualified but we still tap them on the shoulders, they can be obviously very disappointed, but they know the rules. So yeah, they end up you know, doing the test in the end. And it's not uh, why me again? Um, it can be why me again. Um, I think some athletes feel like they get picked on. Um, but I think, um, again, if we're pretty good in our approach and, um, you know, explain the situation, you know, why, they, why they're being tested or, you know, you're contributing to clean, fair sport, then they'll go along with it in the end. What was your motivation be, to become a, a doping control officer? Um, well, it was probably to be involved or help with this, with clean fair sport. But um, what happened was that I was, I guess, in the right place at the right time. So um, back in the late 80s, 1988, 89, I met a person through my involvement with school sport who had then been appointed to a position at ASDA, as it was then, the Australian Sports Drug Agency, and she said, well, you know, we're looking for these people who have a knowledge of sport, interested in sport, interested in working with young athletes. Um, this is the role. Would you like to be involved? And um, I jumped at that chance. So that's how I became involved and, um, and my motivation, I guess. And that's continued through to these days. Um, I think it's getting harder and harder to, I guess, protect the clean, fair sport um, ideal, <laughs> but we try and do that as best we can with the knowledge that we all have in ASADA, in WADA and in the labs. So do you think your, your passion for clean, fair sport uh, each year is enhanced by what you do and I guess what you see? 
Um, I think that we're probably chasing our tails, so to speak. I think there are always going to be drugs that are... I mean, there are drugs that were developed for legitimate reasons that scientists and athletes and coaches latched onto and could see how they could use them to their advantage. Um, so I think in that respect, you know, if that continues, people are chasing their tails, so to speak. But I think at the same time, um, where we have the ability now to go and knock on doors, um, and athletes might not be expecting that, or the ability to be able to store samples for a longer time, for up to eight or nine years, and then reanalyze those, I think that goes a long way to trying to protect the integrity of sport. Margaret, you spoke just a moment ago about your passion for sport. Where did that start? Did it start when you were a PE teacher? Oh, no, my passion for sport started when I was a kid. <laughs> so I'd always been involved in, in um, sport as a child. So my parents took me to sport, took our family to sport. So we were. So I played the traditional sports of netball, basketball, tennis, swimming, um, and then we were spectators as well. So um, you know, we sort of supported the local football team that was just down the road and got involved with that. And then I guess when I you know left school, I had to make a decision as to what I was going to do. So I decided to um, train as a phys ed teacher. Um, that was a fantastic time. You know, it was four years at university. Being involved with like-minded young people, so we were all passionate about sport ourselves, and I mean we trained hard, played hard, partied hard, but we had um, some really great mentors in our lecturers who really inspired us to teach. So um, then, after a while, so I taught for a number of years, and I think the thing there for me was watching kids. Um, those kids who had a natural ability at sport in school go on and do great things, but also trying to encourage kids who were not inclined, I suppose. And I remember a couple of times just, you know, in our community coming across kids who have recognised me in the street and said, you know, um, you really inspired us. So um, that's a pleasure that I got out of it. You identified a lot of girls wanted to play AFL and effectively creating a competition wasn't easy, was it? No, it wasn't. Um, so when I got appointed to the position of school sport officer in the education department, my role was really um, looking after traditional boys' sports, so Australian rules football, cricket, um, basketball, soccer, those sorts of things. When I was actually first appointed... Um, a higher person, administrative person in the SANFL said, or the South Australian National Football League said to our um, leaders in the education department, well, what's a female doing there running football? Um, and of course, I won the job on merit. So um, that was a barrier to start with. But in the end, um, I think there were enough people there supporting me. And because we had enough girls and PE teachers who were interested in getting a girls competition going that we had the support and in the end it proved to be very successful. So that competition started, I, I was trying to remember before, but I think it started round about 1994, maybe even earlier than that and continues to be really, really successful to this day. 
And the grand final medal uh, named in your honour. Yes. That's a great honour, isn't it? Yes, yep. Because that competition started off with just a few teams, so it started off as a nine-a-side competition and we ran it as um, in our zones and then it transferred to a 15-a-side competition. Then it went to uh, an open girls competition on with 18-a-side, so the, the traditional game. And then, due to the success of that, um, then we introduced an age limit uh, competition, so a year eight, nine competition, and then uh, as well as the open girls competition. So it really went from quite a small competition to something that's uh, really, really well embraced now. And then, in recognition of that, um, I was well honoured enough to be awarded to have the, na- the medal named in my honour. A lot of pride, I would imagine, seeing young girls going on to play in the AFLW. Ah, yes. Players such as Erin Phillips. I remember Erin when she was a basketballer, yes. Yeah, Erin Phillips is the standout one of those that I remember, yeah. That's great. Well, Margaret, uh, great job. Uh, Thanks very much for joining us this morning. Uh, And Margaret Anderson, a former PE teacher, instrumental in developing school sporting competitions, a doping control officer, started with ASDA, as ASADA was known back then in 1989. And thanks very much for joining us this morning, Margaret. Thank you. My pleasure. I'm Tim Gable. Uh, We'll be back with more on Onside very shortly. This is Onside, the official podcast of ASADA. Time now for So I Was Wondering, where ASADA answers questions from the public. Today the question is, how can I report suspicious activity? And to answer the question, Justin Waldron from ASADA's intelligence team. Information can be submitted through the secure online form on ASADA's website via the ASADA Clean Sport app or by calling the ASADA hotline 1300 027 232. While a person is not required to provide contact details or identifying information, providing these details will allow us to contact the person should further information be needed and will significantly increase our ability to thoroughly investigate allegations of doping. All information about a doping activity is important, and the more detail provided, the better. ASADA treats all information received with the utmost care for privacy and confidentiality, and we have processes in place as per the Australian Government Investigations Standard 2011 to ensure confidentiality. Again, information can be submitted on ASADA's website via the ASADA Clean Sport app or by calling our hotline. 1-300-027-232. Time now for a fast fact. Almost 95,000 people from across the sporting community have already accessed a variety of learning options offered by ASADA eLearning. ASADA eLearning is a free and easy to use online education tool featuring online courses, videos and learning updates. It provides everyone with the opportunity to learn about the key areas of anti-doping, such as prohibited substances and methods, therapeutic use exemptions, doping control and whereabouts. You've been listening to Onside, the official podcast of the Australian Sports Anti-Doping Authority. Send in your podcast questions or suggestions to executiveoffice at asada.gov.au. For more information about clean, fair sport, visit our website, asada.gov.au or check out our Clean Sport app.